is Tooth Be Toe. This is Dr. Walter Aka. Dr. Kyle Dumpert. And Dr. Gary Dennis. I did not look up a new phrase. Okay. Well, that lasted That's about right. what, yeah, three, three episodes? Three out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was the saddest attempt at anything I've seen in a very long time. Um, well, okay, before, uh, before we begin, guys, um, a lot of people have been, I'm not sure how they've been doing with you guys, but a lot of people have been coming to me with suggestions, comments about the podcast, right? Uh, minus the fact that, you know, they just, we just complain a lot, but they've just been coming to me <laughs> with a lot of like suggestions and comments and, oh, this is what I would have said about this, this and this. So I'm putting it out there. If anybody, anybody wants to, um, get, come on the podcast, if anybody wants to, you know, talk to us about anything at all, Literally, I I think we should welcome that. You know what I mean. And what what you can do is just record, like do a voice record, and email it to real dentist with an s at gmail dot com. That's real dentist with an s at gmail dot com. Email that to us, uh, a voice recording. We'll play it on the air, and then we'll answer or comment on whatever your comment is. If you hate us, record it and tell us how much you hate us, and then we'll yeah. talk about. You know how we feel about your hatred towards us. You I'm know, get a lot of that, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you disagree with us, record it and 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 send it to us because I think this needs to be more interactive. Because I'm, I'm getting a lot of these feedback from people, so why not just you know do a voice recording on your phone and then mail it, uh, email it to a uh, real dentist with an S at gmail dot com. And then Walter can figure out how to uh, incorporate that and edit that in. Yeah, if it's if it sounds horrible, that's not my fault. I did not go to school <laughs> for any kind of audio engineering or anything, you know. But I'll try my best. Uh, but I, I think I know how to do it. So, so I just want people's feedback. I, I think it, this, you know, show is going to do even better if we get people to just give us feedback about what they're hearing, what they recommend. If there's any topics that we haven't covered, any gripe that we haven't talked about, let's let's put it out there. If you want to come on the podcast, we are more than happy to have anybody come on the podcast, even if it's just to complain about something that happened to you guys. Just get on here. You know what I mean? I think that would just be fun. Instead of listening to us complain all the time, we'll have the whole world complaining on this podcast. And then we might have to change it to something else, the name. <laughs> <laughs> bitch bitch you know dentist bitch uh at, at gmail.com or something so but yeah that's actually that's um the only, oh, also uh, make sure that you go on apple whatever you listen to on our podcast and just give us a you know give us a rating let us know if we're sucking it up i mean give us a one you know i wouldn't do that give us a five just because it makes give us, us feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it makes us feel good about ourselves uh, really that's all it is you know i don't think it's going to change anything that we do differently but you know give us a five you uh, know is it five out of five it's five out of five okay yeah 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 so five stars tell, like consider us the the, the car dealership Oh, there you go. <laughs> if you get your service, we need an excellent rating. We do. We need a we need excellent rating, and we also need feedback. You know, write something. You know, while you're there, just write something so that we can uh, enjoy this. You know, one thing that we also and and let us know what you guys think about this. But we were talking about maybe doing a YouTube version of this so people can actually see the idiots that are talking on here. But uh, I don't know how to do edit videos, so it would just be completely raw. So if you have kids in the in the in the room, just tell them to leave the room because they're gonna hear everything. I'm 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 wearing my shark onesie. And and <laughs> see? <laughs> you get to see that. And 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 I will say Dr. Dennis always has a cut off sleeve. So so that's something that if you want to see, you will get to see too. <laughs> 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 but 
But nah, this is all good. All right, let's begin. Let's begin, gentlemen. So I, I hear somebody's excited to get a vaccine now. <laughs> yeah, this actually well, is a hell of a change. Remember how okay. we were all against it in like three episodes ago? And we're like, oh, never, never this and this and that. Now things have changed. And it's changed from, I will say for myself and Dr. Dennis as well. But Dr. Dennis, please tell us what you've been doing when it comes to the vaccine uh, well, front. I, I, I never said I wasn't going to get it. You said I later. Said I said I was going to wait yes. till yeah. like June. To right. see who turned into zombies and who didn't. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> right. Uh. So, yeah, th- that has changed. <laughs> so, yes, but this why? Is, this, why? This is what happened. So, um, earlier this week, I had a conversation with my dad. My dad's a physician, and he's running these uh, clinical trials for I don't know something they're doing whatever I you know. So he said that because he's running those clinical trials, they're um, going to offer him the vaccine. And I and I and during the conversation, I was like, oh, you know, well, Johnson and Johnson's coming out with one that's a single shot. I, I think I'm going to wait for that one. And then he was like, maybe I should wait for that, too. He's 70 years old. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> that would not be a good idea. <laughs> you need to get whatever one. You're getting offered as soon as possible, right? He's, yeah, and he's, he's yeah, you know, and he's like, he's like, yeah, you're right. So after saying that, I was like, you know, I need to practice what I preach. You know, if I'm telling him he needs to get it as soon as possible, then if it's offered, you know, when it's offered to him, then I figured that once it's offered, once it's offered to me, then I should, you know, practice what I preach and get it as well. Well, okay, well, I get that part, but. What changed your mind so rapidly? You know what I mean? This was literally overnight from what from what anybody is listening to us would be like, well, what are you talking about? Last episode, he said this, and now all of a sudden he's changing it to let's get it now. Well, because of that conversation with my father. Okay. So, you know, and I'm like, if you're going to talk about it, be about it. Okay. You know, don't, don't be one of those uh, do as I say, not as I do. Like, well, if you're going to say it, you should do it. Well, that's what parenting is. We do that all the time <laughs> when you're a parent. Well, then I, I guess I was raised right. I guess, I guess, I guess that non-positive reinforcement on my homework actually worked out. There it is. We, we keep going back to his childhood. Right. But okay. All right. But, but, now, but now, like, the, the, the situation has, has gotten ridiculous because now there's no vaccine. Yeah. Like, yeah, what, I was like, what's what? Like the, it's what's crazy. Like so, like, if you didn't like sign up two weeks ago, you're not getting the vaccine anytime soon because right. it's all it's all gone now. Right. So during this week, I called eight different places to try to get. Where did you call? Together. Did you call like your primary care physician? Oh, man. Did you call, I called. Like, I called CBS? Randalls. I called. I called. Um. I called two Randalls. I called. What's, Rand- what's Randalls? Is uh, that a pharmacy? A, yeah, it's a pharmacy, like grocery store, okay. pharmacy, whatever. I called. Um. Three HEBs. That's also a grocery store yeah. pharmacy. I called um what is that? Next level urgent care. I called um uh, oh I there's a it's a um it's like a private uh surgery center. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh I for, I can't remember the name of it. That's no, fine. We don't need to give, you don't need to give but, any kind of props. Go ahead. 
Yeah, but um, but I saw that they had an allotment of the Moderna one, so I called them too. Wait, a minute, how are you seeing who has this allotment? That's one of the, oh, I mean, you can that's, go. That's what you should have answered first, <laughs> like so the the TDA uh-huh. sent out an email. In the email, there's links so you can see. Actually, you can see anywhere in the country where yeah, yeah every department, every state department of health, yeah. That's where all the, the vaccines are going. Yep. So and wait, the, so and wait, 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 breakdown wait, per city. So you can actually see what actually locations have the vaccine and how much vaccine and they which, have. And which vaccine. Yes. Yep. So 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 is it the ADA that has this information? No. I, well, I mean, it, on our email, the link was from the TDA. Okay. So the Texas dental board. But like, what about yeah. the, uh, what about like, if you're not in Texas, like, would you look yeah, at your right. local dental board? Uh, so I got an email from the Pennsylvania Dental Association, and okay. they give a link to the Pennsylvania Department of Health, and there's a, an Excel spreadsheet on their website that gets updated, and it shows this is the date, this what each location got, uh, how many they got, okay. which, and which vaccine they got. Oh, that's yeah. actually really cool. Okay. Well, so this is good. I, I personally think that, you know, Despite all our crazy talk like three or four episodes ago, I feel like now we're really giving people information that, you know, hopefully have done their research to say, yeah, I want this vaccine. How do I go get, go about getting it? And I want to say it doesn't matter. It doesn't no matter. <laughs> and like if you go in there now, if you, it looks, it'll say pending, 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 pending. Like a thousand vials of Moderna vaccine, pending, pending, pending. Okay. Like there is none. So no. I got put on, I got put on three waiting lists. Okay. The other people were like, we don't have a waiting list. We don't know we're going to get any. Call back next week. And I'm like, okay, this is really organized. But we already knew that this was never going to be organized. <laughs> let's, let's, can we all assume that? We all knew this was never going to be organized. And yeah. I think what's, what's happened now is that many people, just like us, were yep. like, oh, I'll, I'll wait. I don't want to. But then once you found out, when you saw all these people getting it, you're like, oh, well, maybe I should get it. The herd but mentality. Now, the herd mentality. There, there isn't any to get. You're like, what, what is going on? There's supposed to be what a hundred thousand, hundred million vials, and then we're down to uh, forty million. Then it went down to twenty, and now it's three, three million people. <laughs> oh, and it's crazy too because uh, in Pennsylvania they have uh, they came out with a tiered system. One A are uh, providers that are uh, in direct contact with COVID. They they listed dentists as one A. Right. So. They start giving these vaccines out to the hospitals. We call up the local hospital. They said, yeah, we got it, but we're only giving it to our employees. Yep. Another hospital, like an hour away, they're giving it out to all the employees, whether they have patient contact or not. And then they're making, they have so much extra that they're saying over the loudspeaker, we're looking for volunteers to take it. What? Employees that work in the hospital. We're just looking for any employee that is willing to take the vaccine because it's going to expire. But you have the outside health providers that aren't associated with a clinic, like dentists, right. like independent practitioners right. that are, are trying to get these vaccines. And we're, I'm calling the hospital and they're saying, go to the Department of, Heads, uh, Department of Health website. We don't really, we don't know what's going on. We're just given to our own employees right now. So the next day, front page of the newspaper, vaccine comes to Bedford County. First person in Bedford County to get a, uh, the vaccine is a dental hygienist at, <laughs> uh, at um, a federally qualified health clinic. 
And so I call up the director, who's a patient of mine. And I said, how did you guys get the vaccine? And it was, you know, they, uh, they had to pay a lot of money and lobbying to get it at this federally qualified health clinic. And I said, well, can I get some of that? I, I had nine staff members. Can I get some of that vaccine? No, 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 you can't get it. Okay, great. So I called up the hospital again, who my patient is in charge of distributing the vaccine, and she doesn't know anything about it. We'll put you on a list. Mm -hmm. Last week, uh, Department of Health came out and said they put an order, any vaccine that gets delivered to a federally qualified health clinic or a hospital has to reserve 10% to give out to outside providers outside of that system. Nice. We, we, we called them back up and they said, we don't know anything about that. No, we're, we're just, we're just going to do what we want with our vaccine and screw everybody else. And I'm like, well, okay. It's, it's, it's a mess. It's a I mean, mess. It's worse than the testing. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. Okay. And I got to play devil's advocate as always. Right. Uh, so yeah. first off, can we just, can we just pause for a second and, and ask why Kyle's reading a newspaper still? Like Kyle's like the <laughs> oldest, <laughs> oldest young guy I've ever <laughs> met in my life. Why is he still reading the newspaper? <laughs> like he could have been like, I was on my tablet and I was, you know, he, he gets that shit delivered to him. <laughs> so we can talk about, we can, we can let that go. Uh, the second thing is don't forget a lot of people, when they did the survey, the uh, Pew research survey, they said more than 60% of people didn't want their vaccine. And mm -hmm. now I feel like it's like the herd immunity. And, and, and another thing is also people want to just get back to their normal life, right? Almost kind of like once I get the vaccine, now I can actually feel normal again. So I feel right. like the herd immunity or herd um, reaction mentality. Is, mentality is what's actually causing this spike. And all of a sudden, like, oh, I see my neighbor getting it. Now I'm going to get it because I know two or three people that I was talking to yesterday that got the vaccine and they're dentist. Yeah. It's you like see? Tesla stock. It, yeah, or, or or Bitcoin, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. You got oh, let me get some, let me go get some too. I need that. I need right, that. and and so I honestly believe that this is the, the herd mentality hitting strong right now. It's like the toilet paper incident of uh, 2020, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. it, it was. I mean, I didn't understand. I was like, and and then I remember halfway through this whole toilet paper incident, I literally turned to my wife. I was like, we do have enough toilet paper, right? Even though I didn't <laughs> care about toilet paper or anything, I literally said, hey. um we got enough toilet paper, right? All right, cool. Just, well, just well, making sure. Because, because, like, when you... But, Gary, I had just gone... But, Gary, I just gone to Costco, like, two like two or three days before this pan, this whole toilet paper thing started happening. But I questioned myself, even though I knew I had enough toilet paper. Because it started trickling down. Because, like, when you go... <laughs> look, when you go in there and... Or even, even paper towels. You go in there and there's only, like, four things of paper towel left on an entire wall right you're like maybe i should get some well it's again herd like, mentality you know, <laughs> even if you don't need it you're like i should get it i should get some exactly right? there's so little available oh lord but anyway so i honestly think that the herd mentality is what's screwing everything up right now and if i have to be honest you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know if it's if we can't just be patient. I think we should be patient and just continue to do what we've been doing. Maybe not take it to the level where we were at the beginning in March and April where we were wearing hazmat suits. No names are going to be called out, Gary. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I still wear it. If I have a full schedule. Right, right. So, but, but I, I, you know, I, I think it's really interesting to see the change, you know. Uh, I will tell you guys, if you're interested in something funny, on Netflix, there's this um, movie called um, 
death of 2020 it's really funny it really just goes over okay. what happened in 2020 and just like in a comedic uh manner i think we all need it after the the the, the hellish year that we went through i, I think it's funny something funny to watch um you know if netflix is listening please sponsor us uh <laughs> you have a lot of money just give us some <laughs> just give us some, give us some stock <laughs> right right and not in that bitcoin garbage right. either <laughs> Oh but uh, what do you guys, Gary, what, do you, what did you want to talk about? You told us something about a scenario oh, that you want to bring up. So I had a very crazy um, last few days of work to, to close out the year. And on, on Wednesday, okay, well, let me, I'm going to pose a scenario to you all. All right. So let's say you're at work, this patient's scheduled, patient shows up on time, and then they fill out their covid screening sheet right i'm okay. sure just like i'm sure on urls yeah like, just like mine mm -hmm. and there's there's a question on there that says have you traveled abroad in the right. last two weeks right mm -hmm. and they check yes mm -hmm. and then they tell you oh i got back from mexico three days ago what what do you do um what, well any and I, I said to the front Anytime you see a yes, that's a that's an automatic no. We're not doing treatment. For me, that's how it was. It was like if you traveled, if you tested positive at any time, you know, along the last two weeks or whatever, and haven't come back with a negative test, or you know somebody you've been exposed, that's a no. You got to go get tested. You got to make sure that you're safe. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna purposely uh, uh, endanger my staff or or myself. Okay, so. I mean, think about I, that, I'm, Kyle. I, I'm going to pose the question of: Okay, we're all we all fill out have our patients fill out health histories, and you're looking over it, and mm -hmm. uh, they don't have any medications listed. Right. So you ask them, "Do you take any medications?" Oh, I take one or two. Okay, mm -hmm. and then you start digging deeper or into different things, right. uh, and you find out they lied about everything that is really important to you because right. they, they, they just assume uh, that's, that's not important. Right. So I don't believe anything the patient says one, because they don't can't fill out a health history. Correct. <laughs> okay. Two, if they want to come in to see the dentist and they know they've been traveling abroad, you just have to assume that everybody has it. That's universal precautions, right? Right. So, yeah. mm -hmm. so what, what is the point of having somebody fill out a questionnaire about COVID stuff when if they really want to be there, you you're still trusting that person mm -hmm. to give you the honest right. answer where they can just say, no, I've never traveled abroad and never tell you. And you have, you're none the wiser. So right. Right. take the, take the temperature, have them wash their hands, use hand sanitizer, whatever, when they come in, assume everybody has it, follow your universal precautions and, that's really what we got to rely on because everybody else I assume is lying to me about everything. So, so from that logic, your answer to my question is that you wouldn't believe the patient that told you they just got from Mex back from Mexico three days ago. I, I would believe them that if they told me that they just got back from Mexico, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, I, I believe you that you came back, but I, I didn't answer your question. What would I do in that case? Well, uh, well, Kyle, it's like, to me, the way I look at it is if a patient says I've been exposed or I tested positive, I'm going to say, yes, you tested positive. So the things that I can control, which are 
if the patient reports something like that to me, then I have to say, I'm definitely not going to see you. If they don't report it, then it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to treat you as if you have it anyway. But, uh, you know, I can't turn you away unless you tell me directly that you have something. He said, I mean, and I agree. I agree. That's like the only argument I I don't. I I don't care if you've been to Mexico. I don't care. Pennsylvania has a, a rule right now that says if you've been out of state, then you should quarantine for two weeks. Uh, when you get back in the state before doing anything. Okay. I live 30 minutes away from the Maryland border. There are people that drive across the state line. These invisible borders don't mean a thing to me. Right. It's, you can go to drive across the border to Mexico and not interact with anybody. If you go to, it, it all depends on where you're going. I could. flew. Okay. So people fly around the country all the time. Right, especially the holidays and yeah. No, I mean yeah. I get what Kyle said, so, but what we, I'm so you would have treated the patient. Did they have symptoms? Did they have a fever when they came in? Were they if they uh, didn't have symptoms? It was three days. Well, don't forget, uh, Kyle, eighty percent of people don't have symptoms either. Right. I I would have treated the patient. Okay. See, okay. I, I it, it, to me, I'm like this. If somebody tells me that there's an, you know, it's one of those guidelines. If someone tells me there's a problem, then I'm going to be like, okay, well, in this situation, you've told me what the problem is. I'm going to take you for your word and I'm going to tell you to come back in a week or two or to get tested or whatever the quarantine status is. You see what I mean? If you don't tell me, if the patient didn't say anything and said, oh, I've never been out of country, then all right, cool, let's move on. Right. But if you tell me there's a problem, I'm going to assume that there's a problem and I'm going to treat you as such. If you tell me you have, you're taking um, uh, blood thinners, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, all patients are liars. So let's get this surgery done. No, I'm going to be like, okay, you got to come off of it or get me a prime, you know, get me some kind of like medical release. So that's how I look at it. I'm like, if you tell me, then I have to take these these steps. If you don't tell me, cool, but I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to assume anyway, no matter what, like you said. Right, right, right. You see? So that's that's how I look at it. If you tell me I have to take steps, if you don't tell me, then what am I supposed to do? Right? Right. By law, I mean, I don't know if people can sue, but if like a patient comes in and says, I got COVID, ah, ha, 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 and I'm like, get back here, let's do the yeah. work, you know? And, and somebody right, in the no, office no, gets COVID. If somebody, for that. <laughs> now, if somebody tells me they have COVID or, you know, they've had a fever They've been exposed. Somebody in their family or in their household has been exposed. Should I still come in? No, you, you should probably okay. wait. Yeah. I, I, I believe you. You're being right. upfront, not with yes. me. If, if you're saying, no, I, I've never been exposed to anybody. I haven't traveled anywhere. I've just been sitting in my house doing nothing. I have that little bit of doubt. Like, right. uh, is this person telling me the truth? Yeah. I should treat you like anybody else as far as universal precautions goes and assume you have some level of infection. Right. uh, Just because if you're omitting something from me, then I I don't know what the truth is, but if you're giving me some of that information, then I I believe you when you're telling me. Right. So you have to react to what people are telling you. Right. 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 I mean, so you kind of wear the hazmat suit. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So, so what, so I'm curious, what, what did you do? All right. So of course I said, well, tell the patient we'll see them in two weeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> was was anybody surprised by what he did? I don't. I don't think anybody that has listened to at least one episode is surprised by what you did, Gary. So I don't even know why we even so, did this scenario. All right. So so they go to the front. They tell the patient that while I mean she's she's upset, right? While they're 
telling her this, there is a alert from the Harris County Health Department that comes <laughs> on everybody's phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the alert says COVID-19 surging at dangerous rate in Harris County. Cancel all gatherings. Yes. Do not celebrate the new year with anyone outside your household. Protect yourself, your family, and healthcare workers. Yeah. Yeah. Simultaneously, this is coming <laughs> on her phone. God, God, God was trying right. to help Gary out. That's what it was. I, I, was just, I said, tell her to check her phone. <laughs> <laughs> See you in two weeks. You, you, you know what the worst part about it is? You were so probably like so smug about it too. Like I know you. Oh, You're I like, know. yes, I have more ammo for why I'm going to dismiss you immediately. Oh, oh I definitely was. I, I definitely it. was. Yeah. I was like, this couldn't have been more perfect. I'll pose a scenario to you. You have a patient that comes in, answers no to all of your COVID questions. Uh, she calls the office the next day and said, my husband developed a fever. Mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that, that it was he. I was possibly exposed. He was possibly, possibly exposed. I personally am not having any symptoms. I just wanted to let you know. What do you do? Well, then you everybody has to get a test. Yeah, everybody's getting tested. That's it. The whole the whole office is getting tested. It's really easy now. Like this, if this was like maybe June, this might be an issue. But to get a test is so easy now, like so but, easy. So all those uh, healthcare providers that are in a hospital treating COVID patients, they're not getting tests every day. Yeah, they, they get tested almost like every other day. Every yeah. day they're getting every tested. other day they cool. get tested. Like the rapid I, test. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm asking. No, I, I mean it's not the White House. It's no, not no. the White House. <laughs> no, no, no. A, fr a friend of mine who's an ER who's an ER doctor actually has to get tested every two or three days, I believe. Uh, like they just like the rapid test. Okay, cool. Here you go. You're you're fine. Okay. Keep going. It, it, it's just for their safety. You know what I mean? It, right. And and I I would assume that that would be something that if you know you should you should like I said if you know that somebody's been exposed and you came in contact with that person, just go get tested. It's really, really easy now. And in Texas, it's pretty much free wherever you go. Gary, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, Isn't there a lot I, of like free like uh, places to go get tested? I think with the last place I went, I paid because I didn't feel like, but I didn't feel like standing in line. Okay. So if, you don't long, if you don't mind standing in line, I mean, there's tons of places right. you can get tested. Yeah. See, like, in, I'm talking in about my area, you still you can't get a test without uh, a referral from a doctor. Oh, it's like okay. occasionally they'll set up a, a drive-through testing right. for free testing for the the public, but it's you it, it's hard to get a test if you don't right. uh, if you want one aside from paying one hundred twenty dollars right. to do it on your own. And, and, and that's because it's, it's you're you you know you're living in a more rural area, right? Like, like right, right, the uh, metropolis. You know, so yeah. it's it's a lot easier but, for us, Kyle. I'll I'll tell you that it's a lot easier. Like you said, there's a line, but it's a lot easier now to get tested. But I, I'm pretty sure the CDC guidelines are uh, if you've been exposed to somebody mm -hmm. for 15 minutes and you're not wearing a mask, you should quarantine. OK. But if we're all wearing our masks like we should. Right. And the face shield and goggles. Face and shield and yeah. thing. Why, why does it matter if, if somebody had one? If you have the air purifiers running in the room, if you're doing all your, your precautions that you set up, it shouldn't matter. And apparently it's working for dentistry because we haven't had 
any big mass uh, infections throughout the whole country that we know of. I will say I know somebody That's actually true. that just got tested positive for COVID and he's a dentist. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, but, but but that doesn't mean he got he got it in the office. Exactly, and that's right. it. Yeah, right. no, no, right. Right. I mean, he was probably out at the bar or something. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I'm he not going to put him out and be like, <laughs> exactly. He you was... can be in your hometown and go out to a bar, right, and be exposed where you can fly to Mexico if you're wearing your mask, if you're, and, and not come in contact with anybody and be safer than that one person that walked down the street and right. went into well, the restaurant and had well, something to eat. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's true, Gary. Safer. It's true. How many people do you know in Cancun that are wearing masks? Well, you don't know that. You, so you're making a general statement, Gary. They might all be outdoors. It does, you're not as high risk Gary, if you're outdoors. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, hold on. Hold on, Kyle. I'm going to actually defend you on this one because. <laughs> all right. All right. No, no, well, because because if Gary is being realistic, we live in Texas. People are crazy in Texas. It's a wild, wild west down here. I know what? a lot Texas of places. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> There's a, a lot of, I mean, I've driven by bars and restaurants that people don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just sitting inside, having drinks, doing whatever. Like, they literally were like, hey, we're shutting it down. And people were having, like, underground parties above ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so again, I, I, I'm going to agree with Kyle and say that you're probably as equally susceptible depending on where you live. Florida. Texas, uh, the Midwest. You see what I mean? So, well, here's the thing that all those people that don't care that are having those, you know, yeah. are out of those events. Those are the people going to Mexico. No, they're not. <laughs> they're, they're, they're probably they're the ones. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're the ones like living near you and and having their you know ragers you know near your house. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with this one, Gary. I'll be honest with you. I was with you. I was with you for like about 30 seconds. And then I said, okay, you're doing too much. I'm not going to condemn people traveling for the sake of, you know what I mean? I don't think it's oh. right. I don't think you should be traveling, to be honest with you. But I, mean, but, but yeah. I don't know if like the, your your chances of getting COVID is higher just because you went to a country or traveled. I don't know. Well, I, don't, I, mean, I, I can't speak. I mean, by all means, go have fun in, 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 in Tulum. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's upset. Mind, Gary's upset that he you can't get no, no dental treatment for two weeks <laughs> when you get back. <laughs> if you go to Doctor Dennis, right. if you go to Doctor Dennis. Well, okay. Let me ask you guys this, right? Despite all the fun that we're having, 2020 was, I mean, literally uh, a shit show. I mean, and and that's like really insulting crap. But I mean, it was just a mess. Everything, nothing seemed to ever go right. It almost seemed like it just kept getting worse and worse and worse, right? And I, I said this to a friend. I said, if you didn't learn something from 2020, you will never learn anything, right? It's kind of like after 2008, 2008, the financial crisis, if you decided to still buy like 50 homes with all the credit in the world, then you just didn't learn shit. Like you just were going to, you're doomed to fail in life, no. right? So I'm asking you guys, what did you guys learn from 2020 that, that's going to hopefully help you carry forward? Kyle, go ahead. Uh, how, how in depth do you want me to get? <laughs> well, no, I don't, I don't need three hours. I have to, we're going to stick this to about an All hour. Right. We got 30 minutes to talk about this. I'll stock. I'll start with uh, business and finance. Uh, biggest lesson I learned as a business owner is have cash reserves. Mm. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, dentistry has a very high disability rate. 
take out COVID. Uh, you don't know when you're going to fall and break your wrist. You don't know when you're going to get in a car accident. You don't know at what point you might be taken out for a couple of weeks, couple of months. So, and with COVID, be shut down for two and a half months. So have cash reserves available, uh, not both personally and as a business. Everybody should have an emergency fund for tough times. You never know what's going to happen. That's the first thing I learned. Second thing is uh, really instilled in me my dislike of government regulations as <laughs> far as uh, when it comes to, uh, I'll get into a politics a little bit here, but I've always believed government should be as small as possible. So I really had a problem with government coming in, shutting down small business, shutting down people's livelihood, letting people protest, but sending people to jail for uh, you know, trying to provide for their families. So another big lesson was I don't like big government. Um, and I, I don't like government coming in and telling me when I can work, how I can work, when I can go out to a restaurant and eat, when I can go to a gym. I, I don't like any of that. So that was another big eye opener is the government had a lot of power this year and they were flexing their power as far as uh, putting the restrictions on the Americans. Uh, whether we needed it or not, I leave that up to discussion. But that those are my two biggest lessons that I came out of the year with. Well, okay. you know that the restrictions in America were like some of the most lenient restrictions yeah. compared to other countries around <laughs> yeah. the world. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And, and, I agree. And, and, and Except for Mexico. I don't think Let it go, Gary. Let Mexico go. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to pick on a country, pick on the U.S. and Brazil. Like those well, are messed uh, up. Oh, no, I'm not picking on Mexico. Sweden or Norway or, or right. Yeah, Sweden or Norway or one of them didn't have any restrictions. But yeah, no, no, they they had the herd compared, immunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to the rest of the world, we we didn't have. Depending on the state you were in, you didn't have quite the level as Europe or or right. uh, you know New Zealand, yeah. Australia, yeah. Asia, like Asian countries. Right. Yeah. You're Asian right. country, China. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Gary. Um, if you want, from, I can skip you. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. From, from a financial standpoint, you can I do learned, anything, Gary. It doesn't have to be the same as Kyle. Like, what I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I did learn <laughs> something about, you know, okay. so I learned that the, uh, the economy and the stock market are not related <laughs> at uh, all. At that's all. true. That's true. You know, um, and then I, I know I basically learned to have more patience. Uh, wait, wait, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Gary, <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Gary, I did. let's stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> there has been not a single thing you said in the past five, six months that showed that you were, you've been patient by anything. So let's, 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 let's start that again. Gary, <laughs> no, what, did, I, I, what did you I learn in 2020? <laughs> what did you learn in 2020? Gary, please. <laughs> Go ahead, please. No, uh, yeah, uh, okay. we, we, We've been friends for way too long. So let's start let that me, again. Let me phrase it, phrase it a different way. Thank you. I learned to appreciate the efforts of others more. Okay. That's Ex a good way to put yeah, it. Expand yeah. On, yeah, expand on that, please. Yeah. That's so, actually like, a lot instance, better. Uh, let's talk about let's say like work mm -hmm. right so i go to work and the schedule's all messed up right and let's say like and it's a 
it's a half day production. They spread it out over eight hours. Um, last year, I probably would have flipped out when I saw that. This year, I'm kind of like, you know, good job. But here are the thing. <laughs> here are the things that we're gonna need to fix today. <laughs> but I appreciate the effort. Okay. So, and so, then like even like when we go to the grocery store, right? Okay. So these baggers, like I, I get I get paper bags, right? Mm. These kids don't understand that <laughs> the bag is is a rectangle. That's the first thing. They don't understand it's a rectangle. And like when you when you have like six of them, they can fit in the cart if you put them in there correctly. Right? <laughs> And so then they never played Tetris. They like overpack. They overpack the paper bag. Like, come on! Like, you can't put thirty cans in one bag and expect it. It's paper. Like, it's going to rip. But Gary learned patience this year. Yes. Yeah. So now, what <laughs> so I, that I, didn't bother you at do, all. I just look at them and shake my head. And then when I get to the car, I like reorganize all the bags. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? <laughs> What? Okay, I have no words. Instead of yelling at them right then. Ah, like, so you, what are you doing? <laughs> it's okay. a square. It's a square. No, it's, it's a. But Gary, did you do you think you missed an opportunity to educate the future by not explaining to them the purpose of a a square a rectangle? Tangle. Like my daughter, she's three. She knows the difference between a rectangle and a square, right? And these people are probably like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 30 uh it's texas uh so <laughs> do you think that you could have educated them on shapes at that no, moment i just i just say they're like oh do you Thank want another cart they offer me another cart i'm like <laughs> why would i want if i if everything came here in one cart why would i need two carts after you touched it it doesn't make any sense <laughs> did they at least put your bread on top Oh, uh, they do. They do put the bread on. They at least okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And there's a positive. Yeah. Difference. So yeah. So you're just like, okay. Thank God. Where's the bread? Okay. And the eggs are okay. Okay. I'll fix. I'll fix the rest. I'll fix the rest. <laughs> Got you. Okay. Huh. Well, what did I what did learn? You learn? What did I learn? You know, this year has been very, very strange for me because, um, despite everything that's happened, it's almost like I've kind of still seen just the worst in people. If I let me explain what I mean by that, right? I felt like a lot of people, like greed, took over when COVID hit, right? Um, mm -hmm. People started looking at their 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 assistants and workers and and so forth as almost like dispensable. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna do whatever with you, and I'm gonna make sure I'm okay. You mm -hmm. see, and that went with P, uh, some of the providers that were doing things that were clearly going to put, and again, this is the beginning of the pandemic when we didn't know too much, right? So we were like aerosols, right? Aerosols mm -hmm. were like the leading uh, cause of COVID and, and so forth. And I remember uh, providers not having the proper PPE, but still doing uh, uh, SRPs with the, um, with the Cavatron and so forth. So they were putting their financial needs over their um, assistance and, and, and employees in a way, you see. And, and to me, I looked at it and I said, okay, like, like Kyle said, like Gary said, you know, there's got to be a time where you say, okay, what can we do to make sure that we all come out of this? And I feel like a lot of people didn't do that, right? It was a panic mode. 
uh, it was okay. Well, we don't have any money, like Kyle said. We don't have any money, and it, it was been it's been like two weeks. We don't have any money. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and make sure that I'm good, and I don't care what anybody else is feeling, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. then on top of that, being transparent, letting people know what's going on, right? Not everybody did that. Not everybody mm-hmm. did that. Like there were times where I found out certain things from other people. And I was like, okay, well, does you know? And, and I'll have assistance and people calling me like, oh, what do you think is happening with this, this, and this? And I'm like, I have no clue. Why don't you talk to your boss, your dentist? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, no, they're not saying anything. They're not telling us anything. And for me, we talk about how we're all teammates and how we all need to grow together, right? But I felt like when when pan- the pandemic happened, when COVID happened, it was every man for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you can't preach one thing. And then do something different when the hard times come. You have to be consistent throughout. Or you're just going to have people that are going to, you know, look at you differently. And then on top of that, they're going to basically say, okay, if that's how you're going to act, then I'm not going to back your office up. I'm not going to help your office grow. You see what I mean? It's going to be that I remember what you did when the pandemic hit. You see what I mean? mean, that's the true testament of, of an individual's character Exactly, is when the hard times come. Yes. How does that person act? Right. And so I saw a lot of the character flaws uh, when the pandemic hit. And I believe that a lot of assistants, hygienists, and so forth felt the same way. Because I remember some hygienists that were deathly afraid to come back. And I think, Kyle, you and I had a discussion about this around June, July, about like, is it right for them to be this fearful and not want to come right. back to work at all? You see, Mm -hmm. and then we had a hygienist on that basically talked about uh, different Facebook groups and all the misinformation that was being put out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm like, if if, and and I'm not saying hygienists were right either. I think they could have just came and say, hey, doc, this is what I'm reading. What can we do to work together? Right. Because for me, it's let's let's build a let's build a foundation here. Let's all get in this together. No one is trying to harm anybody else. But that wasn't the that wasn't the message that was being relayed. It was every man for himself, every woman for themselves. And I just felt like in the end, people are going to remember that. You know what I mean? And that's what I that's what I saw in 2020 was a lot of that, you know. But on the flip side. I looked at myself and I realized there's two things that I'm missing. And I want to I want to get your opinion on this, guys. One thing is I've realized how cautious I am with my dentistry. And what I mean by that is I feel like uh, insurance and, and, you know, failure or the lack of failure is what's pushing me to be very conservative with certain treatment plans and certain procedures that I do. Versus when I was a resident, (laughs) when I was like, Oh, you need your whole mouth uh, connective tissue done? Let's get it. Now I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Let's do one tooth at a time. Or, you know, I'm being, I'm exaggerating, but I felt like I've kind of scaled back a little bit because of my lack of trust for patients and their ability to follow instructions. Right. And I just don't want to hear about it. Oh, it didn't work and this and that, but they will never take ownership or blame. You see? And so, so I asked. So you're, you're, you're saying it's easier to push the boundaries when you're not the final person that they complain to. It's easier to push the boundaries when you don't know any better. In residency, you had the director (laughs) and you had the specialist that you can be like, Sorry, I'm just a resident. No, let's, no, no, let's no. Let's ask no. the specialist. Let's ask the, <laughs> no, no, uh, the no, director. No, no. no well, <laughs> you're actually going to get to my next point, but no, I think in residency, I didn't know any better, right? I didn't, right. I didn't, they, I didn't know that. Okay, well, I could or could not do this. I felt like I could do everything if I read it. Right. I could do it, right? Right. But and then also on top of that residency, I wasn't the one saying you're paying for this patient. 
a or whatever right. um and chair time is valuable and 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 not wanting to redo this procedure is valuable you see what i mean right like right. there were there was theoretical and then there was practical and i felt like i now i'm separating the two and going well look in the long run in the five-year plan this is probably not going to work you no. see so i'd rather just go to the okay what is going to work in the long term so if a tooth if i could do uh, for example a procedure to keep that tooth but I'm like, ah, listen, I'm not sure if I can guarantee it lasting more than two or three years. You know what? Let's just take that tooth out. And I find myself saying, let's just take that tooth out more than I, I, I did when I was a resident because I felt like I could be a hero when I was a resident. Now right. I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know, so when I'm questioning those things, I'm like, you know, just go for this more secure thing. And that's that's right. what I'm saying. Like, that's a personal thing for me. Yeah. Money, money didn't matter in residency because it was the VA hospital and they right. didn't pay for anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then also right. now I'm, I'm more cautious about treatment planning and well, I'm not sure right how now, you guys are. I mean, now you're probably doing things that you feel are more predictable, like it has, right. it, 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 a more right. predictable outcome. I'm, I'm, not, I'm definitely not well, taking any risk anymore. <laughs> Let's just say that way. You know, like mm -hmm. it's like it's either going to work or it's not going to work. It's not one of those like, oh, well, let me try this. I saw this or I read about this. Let's try it. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. That sounds like growth to me. Well, it, it kind of sucks, though, because I felt like dentistry and medicine should be something that we try to push the boundaries based on research and stuff like that. Like, I'm not pushing the boundaries, at least for me personally. I'm not pushing well, the boundaries as much as I would like. And that might well, be something you, that might change in 2021. I don't know yet. I mean, are you going to start doing some research? Well, of course. Is that what you're saying? No, no, not doing research, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I might, imply, for example... There's the, um, the, the, the socket shield procedure, which basically uh, allows you to take most of the uh, tooth out, except for the part that faces the, the buckle plate, right? You basically keep that. And that's supposed to prevent any resorption. I've been, right. I've read you leave 50 a root million. Tip in there? Yes. Yeah, you, you leave a wall of the root in there. You put an implant in right behind it. it. So it's in, in, in contact with the root. Right. Right. And uh, there's. And <laughs> there have been tons of research that actually says it works. I mean, years of research that says it works. But I'm like, whoa, that just sounds crazy to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So I'm not going to do it. But if I was a resident, I was like, God damn right, we're doing this today. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I just don't know if it's growth or if it's just the fact that now I'm responsible for the 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 the, the feedback and I'm responsible for the, the money that the people are paying. Because they're paying a lot more than when I was a resident. Well, I, the way I approach that, because as a general dentist, I like to kind of expand my skill set. Right. You guys are a little more specialized. Um, but if I want to try, when I started to get into clear liners, mm -hmm. I would let people know, hey, this is a new company that I'm using. I can't guarantee how things are going to come out. Let me give you a, a good deal. You know, basically, this is what it's going to cost me. That's what I'm going to charge you. Mm -hmm. Let's see how it turns out. And if they're like, yeah, sign me up, let's do it. Then they understand that risk. And if it doesn't turn out well, they they knew it's something that I openly admitted to them. I haven't done this a whole lot. And I found that whenever I admit that to people and say, look, this isn't something I, I've done a whole lot of. If I give you a, a break on the price, um, you know, I, I'm fine trying it out or I can send you to the, the specialist. Uh, I trust you. Let's do it here. Uh, and a lot of times you're like, oh, I, I don't know if I'm real comfortable. doing this. <laughs> if you understand the risk and want to be a guinea pig, I, I'm fine with that. I, 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 I think there has to be some level of 
pushing the boundaries or else you're you're never going to grow as a provider. Things right. are always changing. And that's what I feel like, you know, I've kind of, I'm not doing as much of that. And that's just, again, my personal belief that I feel like I'm not doing that, pushing that boundary to that next level, right. raising the ceiling. Right. You know, that's, right. that, that's just me personally. I don't know about you guys. You know, Gary, can you speak on that at all or not? Uh, I'm not pushing the boundary. I'm doing anything and everything that is practical, predictable, reliable. Even though um, you've been taught other procedures that you could easily do, right? Like, well, the, here, you, the thing is, like, yeah. if I had, like, for instance, Kyle owns his own practice, mm-hmm. right? If I own my own practice, then I think mm-hmm. uh, I would expand on the procedures that I'm performing. Okay. Right? But not in a situation where I can't see... If I if I do a procedure on a patient today, I can't see that patient tomorrow. Right. I'm going to be someplace completely different. Right. Uh, so I think that is is a um, contributing factor for that's you know true. what type of treatment I'm going to be very very before. true. And and so basically, not having the control aspect of it is why you limit your procedures to something that's almost 100 percent success rate in a way. And, and also the equipment. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm I'm bringing my equipment. You know, like I don't, I'm not carrying around a CBCT with me. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you know, not so. yet, not yet. You know, <laughs> maybe Elon Elon Musk Elon Musk might do that CBCT. next week. You know, right? I'm gonna attach it to the to a nomad. <laughs> Spin around your head real quick. And then... <laughs> watch it, watch that come out too. Watch right? You just out. gave someone an yeah, idea. Yeah. Yep. You, you sit you sit in the dental chair, we spin it around, we just have more <laughs> there <laughs> Well, so so what what do you guys then I'll, my follow up question is so we know what we learned uh this year. So what are we gonna do to improve? Basically, what are we gonna do as dentists to improve? Because I honestly still believe everything that we complained about in two thousand twenty was either emphasized and like exaggerated or it's still there and people are acting like, oh, no, we're still, you know, like there's still, I, I truly believe there's still a lot of greed in dentistry. I still believe there's a lot of uh, ignorant, when I say ignorant, meaning lack of knowledge uh, providers out there. I still believe that patients need to question and challenge us. That's why we're still doing this podcast, right? Uh, they, we, right. we wanted to get an, we want patients to get an idea that dentists are real people too. And we have concerns and we go through daily you know, grind like everybody else does. So what are we going to do as, as a dental uh, community to, to improve? Can I, uh, can I say something that I learned in 2020 that I should learn uh, to apply to 2021, but I'm probably not going to is <laughs> good talk. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had two and a half months off and it was, I think it was nice in an aspect that a lot of us were able to step away from dentistry and enjoy time with our families, uh, you know, whether they're in your household or not, or, you know, Zoom meetings or, or however, making that connection, that personal um, personal level of life more important. And uh, the, the business side for a lot of dentists didn't really suffer once the year ended. I mean, uh, some practices were down, some were up, uh, but as a whole, dentistry came back and, and we were fine as long as you decided you know, you didn't want to shut the office down and quit dentistry forever. So moving forward into 2021, the lesson I should learn is 
take more time for myself, take more time or let the staff take more time, really focus, have more of a, a focus on enjoying life and time with your family, time with your friends. But when it comes down to it, I'm probably just going to work just as many hours uh, as any other year. Uh, I'm still going to stress out about money and paying the bills and the, all the aspects of business that stresses everybody out. And I'm going to try to keep those lessons from 2020. But in all honesty, once you you get into it, you're, you're I'm still going to struggle with all those things. That's actually very honest, Kyle. And let's be completely real. We're all going to do the same thing. I think uh, yeah. just being the kind of people that we are, very type A, you know, most people yeah. that are very type A, it's very hard for us to change and we don't like change, you know. Right. But I will say, I will say, the one thing that I've started doing is meditating. It's hard. I don't know how the hell anybody does it for more than like two minutes because I lose focus and I'm like, this shit is okay. I'm done. You know? <laughs> so, so that's one thing I'm I, I meditating and yoga, yoga. Like I think we talked about this. Yoga is definitely uh, a, yeah. a part of my life I, right now. I used to make fun of people I, who did yoga. Very I sad. did too. I, I, I started doing yoga also and it has helped a lot with right. back, neck, yes. shoulder pain. Yes. Yeah. If anybody's looking for it, there's you, uh, if you have uh, Amazon prime, there's tons of, uh, exercises and yoga stuff. If you, if instead of paying for oh, Pelot- yeah. paying for Peloton, just go on Amazon Prime. You can get a bunch of stuff uh, that like exercise, home exercise stuff you can do, including yoga. That lady's really good. I forgot her name, and I'm not going to give huh. her props. That's what I. That's what I do. I do. Amazon Prime. I do. Uh, Beachbody.com has a, a yearly See? subscription. You're, that you're has paying. A bunch of you're paying. Yoga. You're, I, you're I, paying. I, I didn't. I didn't listen, know Amazon Prime had it. I'll yes. have to look that up. Not only do I get my packages in two days, I also get to exercise. <laughs> 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 oh, you get it's a beach body. You see, <laughs> that's your problem. <laughs> Screw you and your beach body. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, I I just I I am very confused um, by one our podcast because I don't think we have a topic and we've gotten away from that. <laughs> <laughs> And I bet you a lot of people are very confused by this time. But 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 to me, uh, you know, we'll wrap up this year. But to me, I think it's been so much fun to just just tell people how we are and, and just get yeah. it all out there. You know, people are judged. They've judged us. I can guarantee they've judged us. But I I like it. I like the fact that we're able to just be like, hey, listen, let me tell you what happened today. And and I think my uh, my wife actually said it best. It's like basically eavesdropping on a bunch of people who are just talking about their day. You know what no, I mean? No. And, and we want people to come on. We want people to uh, interact with us, you know, so we don't seem like a bunch of drunk old men just hanging out, you know. Because <laughs> that's the image that I always get. Like, we're just smoking cigars and just drinking and being angry about life. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, man, this this has been a lot of fun. I really – I think 2021 is going to be awesome. I really do. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys want to say before we get out of here? Um, Invest in yourself. That's a good one. Your health and your That's wealth. Good one. Yeah. yeah. That, that was another lesson from 2020 is yeah, uh, take care of yourself. Take, uh, health is very important for everything in the long run, for fighting disease, for enjoying life. Yeah. Just take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and and I will say something that really irritated me in 2020. Um, it, it, instead of toilet paper, go buy some vitamins. Go buy some, you know, go get some like uh, like vitamin D. Go get some, you know, multivitamin, multi Yes, Kyle, B12. exactly. B12, Super, like vitamin Super C. C. Yeah. You see, like go, yeah. the, the one thing you should never do is 
pandemic equals toilet paper or or, or, or paper towels. Like that never made sense to me. Like, but the, I remember when I went and went to the um, vitamin aisle, it was completely full. But I yeah, couldn't find the produce, toilet paper. Produce section was too. Yes, right. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> but there's no beans. But there, there were no beans. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why are there? There's that's, that's pepper vegetables. food, man. That's pepper food. <laughs> you see, fresh vegetables and no beans. Well, I was like, why? Are well, there Gary, no if you think about beans? it, if you think about it, people are really angry with each other because you're st- sitting at home and, and all you had was beans. Like, see, you see how like marriages could have ended, but just based on the pandemic, you know, <laughs> it was going to go one or two ways, you know, oh, but, uh, man. but thank you guys. Honestly, I really appreciate this uh, podcast with you guys. Um, I, like I said, if anybody wants to come on, just record a voice message, uh, and just send it to real dentist with an S at gmail.com. Let us hear what you guys have to say. And we'll come into 2021 with more stories and more headaches and, and just more fun. That's it. Look forward to hearing from everybody. Yeah, me too. All right, gentlemen. Enjoy. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.